and welcome to my Xbox in Me, episode 285. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Two Fresh Crash. Hi. How you doing, Crash? You good? I'm, I'm doing good. How about you? I, uh, you know me, bro. Uh, you know, I try. I try my best. Uh, you know, keep moving forward every day, one step mm. at a time. Moving forward, yeah. bam, 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 bam. You know. That was a lot of enthusiasm. I'll be honest. I've I got energy this morning. It. I've got energy this morning. I can I'm see. just saying, or this afternoon, I should say. Um, bro, life has been mad busy. Mad busy. I was off. I was off location shooting something secret that I can't talk about yet, which was a lot of fun to do. Which you'll see at some point everybody um first things first need to apologize for the audio at the start of last week's episode crash was for some reason his audio was so quiet on my end but i turned it up one side's realized and some people thought the audio was all balked it was literally like the first 30 seconds and i apologize for that um for people that were listening it did sort itself out so i didn't want to re-upload it after it already had so many amount of views and people had already realized so again if you listened last week and thought there was a bug on the audio there currently technically was but it fixed itself so i apologize for that crash what you been up to anything uh honestly no not no? really this oh. uh past week's been quiet quiet week quiet week for crash eh? what's that week. like is that like nice <laughs> with everything that's been going on is it nice to have just a quiet week of doing nothing You'd assume so, right? I mean... But it was just weird. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, though. If you've been busy constantly, yeah. like, all the time, busy, 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 and then, like, you just sat around, like, doing nothing, you're kind of like, huh, what What, what do I do now? Like, yeah. play video games? Uh, did you do that? I, I did that, and then hey. I played too many where I got kind of burned out on them. Oh, um, my gosh. You can't And win, I mate. messed up my sleep schedule, you know. Just... The usual crashisms. Usual crashisms, as I like to call them. Usual crashisms. Yes, yeah, kind of. If you don't know what my Xbox in me is, it's our weekly Xbox podcast here on youtube.com slash my Xbox and me and across all podcast services. Make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash M nope slash my xbox and me um i don't mess that up often anymore which is nice but you know i'll, I'll be honest i thought you were just gonna spell it out I no, was, I, I'm, I was M -Y -A. no that's cool um also a little bit of housekeeping uh remember um i well i say remember we have launched maybe kind of sort of possibly who knows uh, a brand new podcast called my playstation and me um to be hosted by myself with some guest hosts as well um in talks with mr midas to come and join me on the show uh rahula hooper you may know as well if you're a kind of funny best friend um and of course plenty of other guests that are welcome to come on anytime they want it will not be a weekly podcast in my head it's not something that i want to do weekly it's more a case of maybe fortnightly maybe monthly maybe just when big topics come i just want a place that we can all talk playstation obviously we have my xbox and me it's my baby like it's the thing that i've been building growing doing since the day i tried to walk into this industry right uh, my playstation and me is just a place for me to be able to talk at uh, playstation i've got a ps5 obviously people hear little bits of it here on the podcast like we did the final fantasy stuff and there's other games that like have come up on the podcast which i just don't think fit here 
even in a segment of like, oh, other things you've been playing or something like that. It just doesn't work. People that come here come for Xbox dedicated news. That isn't going away. The Xbox is still my main console. I'm just looking to build a place that I can talk exclusives um, and amongst other things. So if you're interested and you like PlayStation as well, because you're a gamer and you all know what we're about here. We're not about fanboy and fireboyisms. We're not about fanboy wars. That's just not who we are. So if you're about that and you want to check it out, uh, youtube.com slash myplaystationandme. We're trying to get to 100 subs. We're already at 90. So if we can smash that and then go even beyond, that would be fantastic before our first episode even goes out. Of course, it will be on podcast services as well. Um, so if you search for it and subscribe, it should be there right now, actually. Patreon producers this month. Erin God, shout out to you, my friend, FNH Paul, and the one and only Al Tribesman. Thank you so much, dudes, for your support, keeping the show on the air, keeping us going, helping us do new things. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Topic of the show this week, Chris. Not much news this week. Um, yeah. So I didn't want to just pull something out of thin air. We could have done the old clickbait. Um, the Elden Ring gameplay. Oh, my God. Did you see it? Shock face and the thumbnails and all that. Um, yeah. but no, not interested. Elder Ring gameplay was like five seconds. <laughs> so <laughs> didn't really think that was worth going for topic of the show with it like in two, two whatever, yeah. whatever the, like just the, no frames, no resolution. It was just like, whatever. Um, so today I thought we would, we, I thought I would bring the topic to you really, which was meant to be for you and Matt. Matt, unfortunately can't be here this week. He had time to come up at work, so he can't be here. But I thought I'd pose the question to you, which is, is Xbox being too quiet? Now, I want to I wanna preface this with these questions specifically, right? Which is, the Xbox Series X and S is now five months old. But what do we actually have to show for it? Other than the fact that it plays all of the current gen games that have come out probably very well. They play very well. They load very well. Everything else that it feels amazing, right? But Xbox itself, other than the console, hasn't really spoken to us, the audience, that are waiting for some news about some of those exclusives that are coming out this year. Um, how are you feeling on a, on your initial five months ago? You bought an Xbox Series S. Yeah. How do you feel today with that purchase? Um, I like like I'm fine with the purchase. Right, I load into games super quick. Uh, it just doesn't feel like I got a next gen console, if yep. that makes sense. No, like it's yeah. more powerful, stuff looks better, and all that yeah. stuff. But it doesn't really feel like I've had that next gen experience yet. I um, and to be f- no, please, please, carry on. no, carry on, carry on, and carry on. To be fair, we've said this several times. That was supposed to be Halo, yeah, and also Medium, and since. Your reaction to that, I assume it doesn't hit that nail on the head. No, unfortunately not. Not for me, anyway. Um, yeah, I think you you hit the nail on the head, which is... Again, we can always keep going back to this same thing, which is, oh, Halo would have been here. But even five months out, Halo would have been here. We would have beaten the story. We would have loved it or hated it. We would be playing the multiplayer now because it would have been free to play. But we would have needed more than that by now. I would have said something something to to just be like oh well you've now had halo and you've had the medium okay the medium for me i'm going to talk about this all from my perspective which is medium for me didn't do nothing let's say halo comes out and it's is a solid eight out of ten for me 
So a solid game. I enjoyed it. Going to be playing the multiplayer, doing that, cross-play, all that jazz, right? Yeah. I would, I'm still sitting here now, five months on, going, what is next, though? And the, the reason I bring this up mainly is uh, not too long ago, the 15th of January, um, Xbox on the Xbox Wire put out like a list of games that are coming to the console exclusively, with that being like uh, console exclusive. Some of these games are obviously going to be coming to PC and things like that. And when I look at this list, so let me let me read a few of these out to you, yeah? Adios, The Artful Escape, The Ascent, The Big Con, Crossfire X, Dead Static Drive, Echo Generation, Echo Me uh, Mecha, Echo One, The Gunk, Halo Infinite, obviously take that one out, The Last Stop, Lake, Little Witch in the Woods, The Medium, which we've already spoken about, Microsoft Flight Sim, Psychonauts 2, RPG Time, Sable, Scorn, She Dreams Elsewhere, Shredders, Song of Iron, Tunic, 12 Minutes, Unexplored 2, The Wearful Legacy 2021, Warhammer 4K, Dark Tide, Way in the Woods, and The Wild at Heart. I just read you a bunch of games. How many of those games yeah. do you know? About like four of them. And how many of those games are you excited about? One of them. Which is? Halo Infinite. Okay, so take Halo Infinite out of it, because that would have been out. Yeah. Oh, you did say in like this, that's in not this, in this, in this, In this uh, world, Halo Infinite yeah. has already come out, in which I'm speaking. None yeah. of the... I, I'm not saying that some of these games are not going to be fun games. I'm looking forward to Scorn. I'm looking forward to 12 Minutes. I'm looking forward to Tunic. I'm looking forward to those games. But right. if you look at, again, if you look at the competition, which is Nintendo, PlayStation, those are the, like, Nintendo, it's had Nintendo Direct. Whether you care about it or not, we've got a new Pokemon game coming, we've got a remake of a Pokemon game, we've got that Project Octopath game that's coming, new stuff that we are expecting to come, like, within this year and next year, right? Yeah. Go to PlayStation State of Play. Final Fantasy DLC, um, Returnal, and a few other titles mixed in there. I'm not, and again, I'm not saying that the Gunk, Scorn, things like that, are not on the same level as Returnal because to me, some of them are. Like some of them, I'm that that same level of excitement for me. Like I'm right. interested to play Returnal. I I don't mind their games. I don't, they're not the they're not the top top studios um, of what PlayStation could be doing second party not first yeah. party i know that before someone comes for me um i'm just sort of sat here going xbox you've been a little bit quiet and you're worrying me a little bit not because i don't think there isn't games to come but it's a case of i'm five months in and you are reliant so heavily right now on third parties picking up the slack and the excitement boost that we are getting every time new games go into Game Pass, I'm not going to act like I'm not, and we'll read the list later on. We've got Madden in there, NBA 2K's in there. Yeah. Like, a, lo a load of games that I care about, and I I'm so happy my friends can now play those games with me. Like, though that that is magical and amazing to me. I'm so happy about that. But, that being said, there's nothing else there, and I'm getting a little bit concerned about that in terms of 
my eyes are wandering. I'm finding myself playing my PlayStation more and more and more. And that's not why I'm starting a podcast, but I'm just saying I'm playing it more and more and more. And I'm starting to enjoy myself on that console more and more and more. Because what you've got to think with the PS4 for me, and I've spoken for a long time, so I apologize. I will throw it to you. Um, but what happened with the PS4 for me is I just hated the UI, right? Hated the UI, yeah. played the exclusives and balanced. But the more now I'm in this PlayStation UI, because they're play- I'm playing games and some of you care about it, some of you don't. Miles Morales, uh, Demon Souls, uh, Destruction All-Stars. Even though Destruction All-Stars is not a great game, but it's a new game. So I jump on it, I play, I'm familiarizing myself with that UI more and more and more. I'm using that system more and more and more. And I'm finding myself looking at my Xbox now going, oh, it's just the same thing. It's the same thing I've already had. And I know those were my arguments that I had before the console come up. Those are my arguments that I had when I was reviewing the console. And those are my arguments that I'm still having today. What, where are you? Like, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm just wondering a little bit in this in the games world where where Vermintire comes out, so I'm playing that on PC, and then and Nintendo will drop something that gets me interested, so I'm wandering there. I'm just not wandering to my Xbox unless it's for Call of Duty, Apex Legends, and Madden FIFA. Like I'm just not going there right now. Yeah, I think I agree with everything you've said. Microsoft just is kind of at this lull period. There's the rumor of the event that'll go down in the future, which we yep. don't know if it will or won't happen. Um, I feel like this is why we found out like the profits that Microsoft made recently, because they were like, we have nothing else to do. Let's share this information, put it out there, I'll build some hype for our community. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that they need to show the conference and they do need to show some of these games, even if they don't have the big blockbusters, just to get people excited in the console and the ecosystem. The games I just listed, we need to see more of. And we need to know that Tunic is coming this year. Like, yeah. some of us are very excited for that game. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's the Fox Light Zelda game. Like, it looks 12 minutes. Again, a game that's been seen before. We're waiting. Like, we need a... What does PlayStation do? Uh, not PlayStation, sorry. What the Xbox call theirs now? Inside Xbox. Uh, we need Xbox. an inside Xbox right now. Like, or within this month... I'll even yeah. give them the beginning half of next month as well, but we need one to be done so we can start drumming up that excitement for like, oh, that looks good, and oh, that looks good. And even, oh, Fall Guys is coming, and we saw that, don't get me wrong, we know it's coming, but it was done in like a social post. It didn't have the same level of excitement for me, at least. Yeah, they need, to do a, they need to do a better job to sell us on these games. Like, I know a lot of people are always... um disappointed with state of plays and nintendo directs but yeah. that's because they overhype them themselves 100 the the programs do what they need to do they show you the games that are coming out they get hyped for the people that those games are marketed towards yep and i would love xbox to either gear inside xbox more towards that because inside xbox was never really that no it was just like a general overview and it was long talking segments where those are just sort of like in and out of the games yeah i would prefer if microsoft turns inside xbox to that or if they do something else completely different that sort of mimics that formula a bit just so people are constantly like there are games and xbox does have stuff coming out because if somebody says oh xbox has nothing right now you can make an argument but there's nothing you could show them like oh just watch this and you'll see all the games coming to xbox well the arguments i'm having which is and the conversations i'm having i really should say not really arguments it's more just a case of like 
because I'm well informed in what Xbox has done in the industry with the studios they have purchased and what they have shown in terms of State of Decay 3, we know Falls has come in in terms of um, it being a games of service, obviously Halo, uh, Fable, Avowed, I wanted to give a chance, uh, Everworld. Um, there's enough there that I can go, oh, I am still, I'm super excited, but now I'm all about more the short terms. I feel like Xbox haven't maneuvered in the right ways of making deals with third parties. Remember the launch of the Xbox One? Like, Crytek made Rise. Capcom made Dead Rising. Um, obviously, we had Kinect games because the Kinect was a thing then. Um, but there was just still a lot more stuff there. Sunset Overdrive came not too, yeah. not too long after. I just don't think they've done enough with the second party slash the publishing side of things where it's like, even the games we've spoken about that I, that I listed off, they just don't blow my skirt up, you know? They just don't get me excited in the same way. And maybe that's because I'm waiting for the rollout. I'm waiting for that big trailer of Squawn. And I'm like, damn, this looks scary. And I'm waiting for that next gameplay showing of Tunic. And I'm like, yeah, I need to play as this damn fox. Or 12 minutes. And I'm like, oh, I really can't, I can't wait to get that story. Like, uh, also there's the Duskfall, which is that... Um, uh the art the right, comic book yeah. style story driven like there's stuff to come i know but i'm just waiting and and my thing is like a lot of people are clamoring to buy these xboxes right because you just can't get your hands on them so yeah both consoles are selling out all, all consoles right now are selling out like crazy we're all stuck indoors we don't know how much longer for with covid dude do you remember when we spoke about covid for the first time yeah, it feels like forever ago because it was forever ago. Over that a year. Wild. Yeah. And like, you look at where we are now and I'm like, I understand that COVID's going to mess all this stuff up. You made a really great point about um, about uh, Inside Xbox. You're right. I think Inside Xbox should be turned into Xbox's version of State of Play Nintendo Direct and then they should keep doing FanFest which is there two times a year to go to a new country where they've got a super, the market super excited. And that's where they do their hyped up show with Julia Hardin and, and all of these other hosts, Major Nelson, AC Bongos. That's when they get out there and they see, they go and, they go and touch the players, you know, like they did in Mexico, like they did in London. Yeah. Like that's what I think they should do. But you're right. I think they need something that's a little bit more super polished, ambiguous voice, um, to the point. Game, 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 boom. Get out of there. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, and there we go. Yeah, no, um, I absolutely agree. I do think that uh, Inside Xbox is a chore to watch for some people, to yeah. watch the whole thing. Um, I agree. I was trying to think of a better way to put it, but I no, think that's uh, like I think the you're most right. apt way to put it. Not for me. Yeah. I love watching them personally. Exactly. Yeah. But but I like watching, I like seeing the interviews, I like watching the gameplay, I like seeing the touching moments because we've had a lot of those dope moments of like the stuff they've done with the adaptive controller. That just doesn't fit in a state of play type situation yeah. where it does fit in the inside Xbox formula. So I get it. I, I totally, totally get it. That's why I say like FanFest twice a year, we're always one in America, and then you go and touch all the other different territories and meet the fans. I feel like that'd be amazing. Yeah personally no, uh, i agree i agree um let's move on to Sack. and uh, we did get some emails remember you can email in my xbox and me podcast at gmail.com i say you can email in 
I should probably check. I was the email. about to ask. I was about to. Yeah, I know you was going to come for me, Chris. I got you, bro. I got you. Um, but we do have questions. Can you take the first one while I check the emails then, real quick? Yes. Uh, do you think the mainstream gaming audience are still looking for new live service style games, uh, game experience, or do you think players are becoming tired of the mechanics associated with live service games and are wishing up? to things like excessive grinding and monetization as far as i can remember destiny 2 is the only current successful live service game the division 2 marvel's avengers anthem and soon outright is all being a list of underwhelming titles that was a question that came in from alder slayer hmm. do you I, think uh... the mainstream game audience are looking for a new live service experience i mean you're more versed in these type of games what do you yeah. think I don't think people are tired of the mechanics. I think all the games you listed have done big parts of the mechanics poorly. Yes. And there's a really big... There's this compromise that I feel like a lot of these games make for profitability versus like creativeness. And in general, when you think like, oh, they found a good balance, the greediness usually wins out in that. And that usually ends up impacting the game in a negative way to some degree. Where it's Out. like they're trying to push stuff just for money as opposed to like sort of the game itself. Yeah, no, I, you're 100% right. And I think of that list of which you named, Destiny 2, Division 2, Anthem, Avengers, those games, yes, I think you can put them all in the, the same bracket, if I'm honest, where yeah. I think Destiny 2 did it better than Division 2, but I think Division 2 did it better than Avengers. And I think Avengers, I hate to say it, did it better than Anthem just because at least I enjoyed the core story of what Avengers was doing. Wasn't presented in a way I would have liked, but it's still better than Anthem story. Now, if you're going off gameplay, yep. I think you go Destiny 2, Anthem, Division 2, Avengers. Like, Yeah, I think so. I think what the, the problem is, and I wanna, I've left Outriders out there because I actually think Outriders is going to be one of the first games that I am, me personally, are going to understand, which is a case of... Here's the story. Go and loot it and grind if you want. I feel like it's a looter story-driven game, which is once I think once we get to the end of the story, I don't think there's going to be much to do. But I am going in with the right expectations, which is yeah. I'm playing it like a Borderlands game, which is if you want to sit there and grind out legendaries, you can. But what are you yeah. really grinding them for? Yeah. Um, I actually like, really agree with that. I, I wouldn't even put Outriders in a games of service category no. as of right now. It's not because I don't it? know. It's it's gonna it's gonna be it's you have to always be online, and if that's the requirement for like a live service game, sure. Okay, but yeah, in other every other category, it is just a Borderlands. So while while this game is being made to compete with Destiny and the likes, I really think its main competition is actually Borderlands. Yeah, I've been... I don't think. Yeah. I don't think there is the big raid. I don't think there is that big end game content. I don't think there is any of that push for any of that. Which right? Borderlands has, but in its own way. Like I don't want to take away from the Borderlands yeah. fans and people. No, like, there, there definitely is an end game to Borderlands and destroying bosses by one shot and them and grinding out that special gun you want. And like there's so much in Borderlands. And so don't let's not take away from that. It's just my expectations for Outriders is very much I'm gonna jump in. I'm gonna play the class that I really like. I'm going to grind that all the way to the end of the story. Then I'll probably try and hit the max level by grinding whatever the replayability content is there. And then I'm going to be done. I'm not expecting to grind every single class. Like as much as I want to, and I want the game to want me to do that. But the gameplay right now isn't tight enough to make me do that. 
So unless I've got a bunch of friends that are like, Fix, you want to play? And I'm like, yeah, cool. I've got a different class I can jump on and grind with, like, grind out with you guys. But I think with all these games, there's expectations. For me, Division yeah. 2, my expectations were set from the end of Division 1. Of all of that expansion, the raids, all of that stuff. Then you come into Division 2, Vanilla, I'm not talking about all of what's there now, and it was very much, in my opinion, boring story with the best, some of the best shooting mechanics with one raid at the end, which you needed yeah. to be such a higher level. It's such a higher barrier to entry to get in a debt, a de which I know it needs to be. It needs to be. Yeah. I understand that. But it's it's not just, I don't just mean the time being put in. I mean the amount of players you need and the coordination. And the, I need like a baby baby's first raid, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird because I don't think that having a huge level requirement should sort of be part of the raid because that's just like that's artificial difficulty where you're upping numbers and stats on bosses and stuff like that yeah. i think if you look if you go back and you look at destiny one the first raid that came out with vault of glass took i think about a week maybe over a week for people to beat yeah. and it had nothing to do with power level it was all to do with the difficulty of the content in there the mechanics and all that stuff and i feel like there is sort of this trade-off that some people go for and like I think Division 2, from my understanding, I didn't play the raid, was that they went for the higher difficulty, higher number of uh, damage needed to be done and all that stuff instead of focusing on the mechanics of the content, which is where I think should be the focus in general with raid-like content. Mm. Good question, Slayer. I don't know if we answered it, but good question. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Um... We can't answer this one because this one was specifically for Matt. So we'll hold that one for next week, little Smitty. Thank you very much for bringing it in, though. And then we've got another one, which is, do you think we get Forza Horizon 5 this year slash early next year? It's been a while since we've had a new Forza game. And we know Sports and Motorsports is going to be a Series S slash X game. So that's a way away. So do you think they're giving Horizon one last out in all the current gen that supports older Xboxes before they cut support for them? There has been rumors, uh, rumors, and they say it's going to be set in Japan, and Forza seems to sell well and be well regarded, so it could get people to get a new Xbox and Game Pass at the end of the year, when hopefully consoles are easier to find. This one is from Stead. No, I don't. I think... yeah. I, 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 you can start if you've got if you've got thoughts. No, I, I don't think that. Uh, I think they're really gearing up for like the future of Forza as opposed yeah. to like what's going on now. I actually wouldn't even be surprised if we they end up dropping the two different Forzas and put out one Forza that they continually like upgrade and keep putting out content for. I think you're gonna get Forza Horizon again, and you're gonna get Forza mm. Motorsport again. And those games are going to live in Game Pass where you are constantly getting the Lego update and for Horizon, you're going to have a base game there. Then you're going to be getting new map, uh, new maps, meaning new tracks and new cars are going to get added and they're going to cycle cars in for licensing reasons. And we're going to see a Tesla in there. And we're going to, I think that is where you're going to see the, these two games go. Both of them are going to be games of service but they're both going to just expand and they're just going to get, I think the numbers will get dropped and it will be a case of the best place to play these games is if you have Game Pass because you get both yeah. titles and they're just going to live and breathe on from there. Now, do I think that's the right thing to do? I don't know because they sell very well. 
each year, all of the time. These games sell well. Does the does the general normal consumer understand that? I don't know. Is it maybe in four years' time we do get Forza colon Forza Horizon colon bigger and better, and then that's how they sell it again? And with all the package, I don't know. I don't know how they do it, but I do think both of these titles we won't see until next gen has fully come. And I think they will yeah. both be games of service. Like, they will be built upon. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, like, every year that a new one would come out. It's just, like, they release an expansion for it. It's like, here, put some money into the game. You get a ton of new content. Um, but because it's not a new engine and it's not a new game completely, it's more efficient to make that as opposed to, like, building a new game from the ground up. I'd assume it's more efficient. I don't want to say it's more efficient um, yeah. completely. But, yeah, I, I just I don't see... I don't see the need to keep releasing one with Game Pass because I don't. I think Game Pass is a luxury for Microsoft and they don't have to approach the games the way they normally do. And I think Horizon would be a great test to see if like it works out with a franchise to do it that way. Yeah. No, I, t- you're, I totally agree. I think you're definitely right. Um, I've got a couple of emails. I've heard one we've missed. So I'm going to read this one. It's old, but it's got a very nice touching bit at the end. So I'm going to read it anyway, which is high fix and crash. I've now caught up with the podcast after being way behind. I'm glad you're feeling better after COVID slash your appendix. And I hope crash's house move went well. My question is, as I now have an Xbox Series X, thanks to Amazon in Spain, I'm wondering when we will truly see the next generation of games to play. I asked this as I'm playing through Valhalla, which is optimized for the Xbox Series X slash S, and enjoying it. However, I feel it lacks depth. I was expecting in regards of environments, fluid movement, and textures I was expecting. Lastly, just uh, to add, Fix, you inspired me to lose weight and get fitter. I'm doing a triathlon, um, and he's put the link to his uh, fundraising Just Giving page. Um, I'm going to put this in the description of this episode. He's already passed his goal, but if we can blow it up even more, I missed it, and that's on me. I'd love for us to take it well and beyond as the My Xbox community if we can. But I'm going to put this out here. Um, doing a triathlon, and just want to thank you for your open approach to difficulties you had with your weight over the years, and it certainly helped change my life. Much love to both of you and this community. Reese, aka Reese the Renegade. Shout out to Reese, long time My Xbox and Me listener. Yeah, this guy, I hate him. Crush, I hate him. I know, every time he comes up, you just let me know. <laughs> just because, you know, you know when like you say, oh yeah, I'm counting calories, and I'm, I'm watching what I eat, and blah blah blah, and then you fall back on it, like two weeks afterwards or whatever, which yeah. I've always got the right intentions. Reese actually went and done it. Like he did keto, his calorie counting, he did all the things that I spoke to him about in my chat one day. And now he's running a fucking triathlon. <laughs> like, come on. Like that's absolutely amazing. Again, I will put the just giving page in the top of the uh, description on the YouTube video. So if you want to go support a, my Xbox and me, uh, me uh, listener, long time listener, uh, please, please do apologize for missing that race, but thank you for the kind words. Next one. This one's from Lewis Glover, who says, Hey, Fix, just wanted to say I'm a big fan of the show and been listening every week since your appearance on Unlocked. I started a podcast earlier this year. Uh, year. Wait, am I meant to read this out loud? Hmm. Do, 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 do. Yes, I think I can. Uh, earlier this year, where we have, have to pitch a movie as a video game or a video game as a movie. So with everyone hyped for the Mortal Kombat movie coming out, my question is, what is one of your favorite movies that you'd like to see get a triple a video game 
uh, with that said, on our podcast, Toy Story as a Lego game, or even The Mask as a Sunset Overdrive, like uh, the game developed by Insomniac. Hope you, Haley, Crash, and Matt are all doing well during these strange times. Best regards, and sorry for the long email, Lewis. P.S. Our podcast is Play Movies, Watch Games, uh, Pitchcast. If you'd like to give us a shout out, completely understand if you don't. You put it in the byline, you get it, brother. There's your shout out. <laughs> Um, that's a good question. That's a, it's a different take on the questions we usually usually we yeah. get the Desert Island question, which I absolutely hate. And Lewis, that email was not too long, well formed and well put out. So thank you very much. Huh. I, I don't think, think of a, I've ever thought of it to be. If I'm being a hundred percent honest, I, like this yeah. is. I mean, um, I would love. Oh, oh, this is going to sound so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love a Con Air video game. So, it's the process. You watch Con Air, right? No, I've not. Okay, cool. Nicholas Nicholas Cage Con Air. So the premise of the film. Spoilers for Con Air. All right, everybody. the The premise of the film is a guy goes down for murder for murdering somebody when he was protecting his wife. Right? He gets put uh, in prison. He gets released. He's on a uh, plane that he's gonna get dropped off because he's getting released from prison. And they're flying all these other criminals, the worst of the worst of them, on an aircraft, which um, they then take over, and it's this whole thing. That, as a video game, I'm not talking as like a AAA, I, I know you said AAA, I'm thinking more like a, you know, like a Way Out, yeah. or something like one, of the, or, or a Telltale game, or a, something like that, where like you can tell the narrative in such an interesting, cool way, but keep it still condensed enough that people feel like it's a fun experience. But yeah, I love Con Air and I love the concept of that film. So yeah, I'd absolutely love if they did like a, a Con Air game. Like that would be mad, you know? That'd be crazy to me. Yeah. Um, I There's only one franchise that I can think of and uh, it really, really... I'm not going to say it. I was just going to make a, resin, a joke about the Resident Evil oh, movies. Wow. I can't... <laughs> I'm gonna get through. I hate it. you, bro. Uh, I hate you. I can't think of. I. I'm gonna be honest. I really. I don't watch movies like that. Um, yeah. So I can't really think of anything that I would want to be turned into a game. I'm sure there's stuff out there. The um, other way around, a game that I would want to be turned into a film. Ooh. That's a, that's harder because I don't think that translates as well. Yeah, you. When you turn a game into a movie, you have to cut stuff out. That's always the case of it, and it's like, what could do with the cutting out of stuff? Yeah. Um, I, I would love the Gears like... of War movie. Yes. I think that could really work if done right. Um, Dom. Yeah. Dom. Dom. Gears of War is like the only one that I can think of. Maybe a Halo movie could work as well, but I don't really care for sci-fi, think, so that wouldn't really be would. for me. As much as they're going to do it anyway, but I just don't think it's going to... Yeah, I I'm think trying... a TV show is much better suited for something like Halo. Games are so hard to turn into, yeah. turn into, especially because like they get done very well. Most of the, the, the good games that I think of, off the top of my head, just I don't think they would make good films. Um, but yeah, my I'm gonna give you the Con Air. Like you can take that one for your podcast if you want, Lewis. You know, <laughs> and holler at me if you want me on your podcast. Slide in my DMs. I'll make it happen. Um, this one comes from Lee Toplift and says, with Sony having exclusive rights to the Spider-Man game on PlayStation, what character would you like to see an exclusive uh, game from Marvel or DC on Xbox? Love the podcast and listen every week. My regards, Lee Toplift. 
uh, or Toplift91 on Xbox Live. Well, if you want to add me, Lee, I'm at XOB space fixer. And don't try add Crash because he's not very friendly. Sorry. Okay. What, you want, you, what, you, you, you want to give your game a tag out? Um, you know. You're going to do the thing where you go, <laughs> well, where I'll you give go you, I'll why give... are all these random people adding me, man? What the hell's going I'm on? I'm going to give you my gamer tag, but I'm just going to let you know, I might sell it. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, have you told the people? You ever told the people about that? What happened? Oh, I let have people it. Know. I told let you. people okay. know. Yeah, so um, I was playing, I was on my Xbox, I was playing games one day, and I randomly get a message from some guy, and he's asking to buy my gamer tag. And I respond with, no. And he responds with, are you Albanian? I say, yeah, I'm Albanian, he says. And then he tries to bring up a conversation with me. And then I sort of start giving him half-assed responses where I'm kind of making fun of the questions he's asking me. And then he's like, you're a fake Albanian. (laughs) (laughs) What does that even mean? And how does does that work? That's wild. Um, So yeah, he sent me quite a few party invites at this point. I think he just really wants to have a heart-to-heart. Like, I'm sorry, I called you a fake Albanian. (laughs) I didn't mean can I let you into a little secret? He doesn't. Because as someone who has MC Fixer, I do not own the Gamertag MC Fixer. Somebody yeah. has it. And it's a, I think it's a child that plays Minecraft. He's only ever playing Minecraft. Oh. And I send him messages very regularly saying, would you like to sell your Gamertag? Just ignores me. His mum must have been like, just ignore him, Jimmy. Just ignore the crazy guy. You got to add a price to it. Bro. You, ha- you really miss- have to add a price right, to cool. it. I'm going to message him saying, would you sell your game tag for a hundred pounds? Yeah, do that. And then if he says yes, there you go. Because like, would you sell it? Like, that's just like an open-ended question. You know. I need to put the dollars on it. You're you right. gotta put the dollars on. It. You gotta add a value to it. I can't believe someone took my game tag. I I hate it. I hate it. And so I, I have a question. Yeah, go. On. Way back when you had first started streaming, you streamed a lot of Minecraft, right? Yep. Did you? Uh, you didn't. Did was that gamer tag already taken at that point? I don't know. I wonder if they watch your stream and they're like, MC Fixer, I like this. Oh, and they took don't it. say that, bro. I yeah. see you have a heart attack. He's probably a fan out there. Just like, mm. oh, I want to be like Was this a guy. fan. Was. Was a fan, had a falling out. Now he's <laughs> like, I'm not giving it back. It's mine forever. <laughs> I, stopped playing, I stopped playing Minecraft. He's like, my favorite Minecraft streamer. No. I'll have the legacy live on. <laughs> I'll do it for us. Papa, papa. Um... Moving on, what's been in our box? What have you been playing? I don't this think week, we answered right? the question. Oh, no. wait, what question? Wait, what was the question? We, I went into my story about my gamer tag. <laughs> I could be wrong. We could just move on. I don't know. Thank you for your question. I'm sorry if we didn't answer it. You know, it happens. Crash's story was way more important, apparently. Mm. It's my fault. Mm. It's my fault. What's been in your box? What have you been playing, dude? I played Outriders with yeah. you. What, um, okay, so uh, yeah, we spoke about it last week. And we'd all yeah. kind of initially had just started it very, very early on thoughts. What are your thoughts on the game now? Uh, it's cool. It's fun. I think the abilities are fun. Yeah. I think the story is interesting enough. Uh, I think the world is very ugly. I think, uh, <laughs> I think the game doesn't look amazing with the exception of the... Uh, What's the character you like to play? Trickster. With the the exception of Trickster's abilities. Trickster's abilities are probably the highlight of the whole game visually. Yep, I agree. Um, so if you're playing Trickster, I think in general, you'll have a very fun time playing that game. And granted, we haven't seen all the abilities, so who knows what some of the other abilities will look like visually. There could be some good stuff with some of the other characters. It's just based off what we played. Yeah. Um, but even even with the visual shortcomings of the game... The game is fun to play. It is. I enjoyed playing it. 
I played through three characters. Um, two with you, right? Yeah. Yep. I like it. I like the different classes. Even the one car- class that I didn't like, the Technomancer at first. After you start getting more of his abilities, it's like, oh, the Technomancer is actually like pretty fun. Not the best, but fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just it's a solid experience. I think some people are greatly overhyping the game, and I feel like some people are also greatly underhyping the game. It is I sort think, of a mixed bag. I'm still so confused by the amount of people that I have spoken to in my chat or wherever, where they're just not giving the game even a chance, though, which yeah. baffles me the most. Where I'm like, why are you not trying free, the game out? It's a demo. It's a demo, it's right a demo right of yeah. which you take the progression over. Like, why? Why? It's not, it's not a beta. It's not like it's broken. There's nothing broken about this. It's a it's a free demo that you should try the game out. But yeah, um, I've leveled up all of my characters now, I believe, apart from one, maybe, I think, um, to level seven, world tier five. Um, my favorite character is Trickster, like you said. I think that's the, the best character in terms of its abilities are the funnest for me. They make the most sense. They, they're just enjoyable to use constantly. Um. I still stand by the fact that I don't think the shooting mechanics are that great. I don't think the cover-based mechanics are that great. I understand what the game is going for, though, in terms of... I like the way you have to you have to play aggressively to get health back. I think that's yeah. actually very fun um, in terms of it's not just health being dropped on the floor so you can stand back in the corner and just shoot things. It's Snipe. like, go out and actually, and actually go and fight these things. You have the abilities. You are powerful. Um, yeah. Go and do that. I'm looking forward to the full release, April first. I am. I'm. I'm. I'm looking forward yeah. to playing it. I'm looking forward to grinding it through. And I say grinding a fun way. I when I think some people think when when you say grind, it's a only a negative connotation. And it's not for me. Yeah. When I say it, it's just playing the game. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I had fun with it. I just I just hope that there is enough there. Even after the demo, it says oh, 35 hours more. And I'm like, mm, that's dev math. So maybe it's only about 30 to 27 hours more um, yeah. of the experience. I worry about certain elements of the game. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. We have to wait for the full release before we can before yeah. we can have those those discussions. I will say like a good sign for me is actually like the gear you get. In general, you like get all the good gear that you you can get in the demo at the end yeah. with all like the special stuff that affect your ability so you don't really get to try them out but a lot of the gear like changes the way abilities work and some of them gives you life steal, and some of them does all these things that make playing it a different experience based off what build you go yeah. and i think that's really it looks really good for the game uh, especially in the long term for people who do enjoy grinding it and making all these different builds and sort of doing the borderlands thing of like what build can i make to one shot the boss that does look like it'll be in the game yeah. Um, I just, for me, I still have this general worry of what will be the end game, and I just don't think there will be one. Yeah. Is the way I'm looking at it. at least the type of end game that I want from a game. I totally agree. Totally agree. I don't. I just don't think there's gonna be one. Which I think that's the best expectations to go in with. So then you're you're pleasantly surprised if there is something, but yeah, then they haven't spoke about it, so we're still waiting for more information and things like that. So. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, anything else you've been playing? Uh, a little bit of Apex. We played some Apex the other oh, day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm enjoying Apex. I finally unlocked the new character, uh, Fuse. Okay. Uh, what's he's that? fun. What's, what's his I ability? enjoy him. Uh, so he can throw out a little cluster bomb. And then also, like, he has a grenade launcher on his hand. So all the grenades you get, 
he can stack them in two so oh. they don't take a slot each and then oh, he can nice. also shoot them he doesn't throw them in an arc he actually throws them like horizontally for the most part which is really cool i think he's an interesting character um i've been enjoying it still uh i played some smite still enjoying that just like the normal game. I'm, i really like what's i'm really waiting for the next big game which i have yeah, no I clue what it is i, well, I think outriders is the next big game like you think that's what we would have been playing right now so that would have tied us over yeah. till ooh, i don't even know what's afterwards we're like there's so many yeah. we're just waiting on so many games uh let's go i'll bring up a list let's have a look games coming out of 2021 it's like there's so much coming that it's just hard to where are we what month are we in feb april where are we march <laughs> god who knows months yeah. What have we got for Xbox? Have a look. Uh, you've got Monsters Energy Supercross. I know you're interested in that one, Crush. Super. I know exactly what game that is. Uh, RBI Baseball 21. Do you like your baseball? I love baseball. I'm an American. Of course I love baseball fix. Sh uh, Samurai Shodan <laughs> coming this month. There's nothing There's nothing big, unfortunately. you got the big, yeah. I, I suppose the next biggest game um, will be It, it Takes Two. Which is the Joseph Ferris game, the co-op Joseph right. Ferris game, which the previews have just come out for. We didn't get invited by EA to do any previews, unfortunately. Otherwise, we would have because I love uh, Joseph Ferris games. But um, everything I've seen of it so far looks pretty interesting. Can't wait to get my hands on it personally. Uh, you got that, and then you got Drifters at the end of the month, and then after in April, what we got Outriders, uh, NBL the Show, which I think most. Even though I'm not into baseball, I can't wait to play just because it's a PlayStation-owned studio putting a game out on Xbox. Just just for that, the shits and giggles of that. I'm looking forward right. to that. Um, it's just so... Judgment finally comes to Xbox. That's going to be fun. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Especially after playing Yakuza. And uh, yeah, that's about it. We're so... And then there's just, there's just Resident Evil in May, obviously. Um, that's probably like the big biggest AAA game coming that relatively yeah. So I think it's the biggest AAA game on Xbox that has a release date. I, I don't yeah. think there's anything else. I think there's a lot of like Mass Xbox Effect is showing a lot edition? of games. I wouldn't like remake. So not for me. I don't yeah. know how like hyped in general people are for it. Like I'm sure the Mass Effect fans are really looking forward to it, but how much it breaches outside of that, I'm not too sure. I'm hoping Outriders is going to be able to April first. I'm hoping that's going to be able to get me through to Resident Evil to May seventh. That'd be nice, like a whole month of yeah. of that mixed in with a bit of MLB the Show, mixed in with if I decide to jump into Judgment. Like, there's enough there to get me through April. Uh, so we just got to weather the storm, people. Put on your jackets through uh, March because it's a cold yeah. season out there. <laughs> it's a cold. It's a cold winter out there right now. Let's just say that. Um, yeah, I haven't been playing nothing else, man. I'm, I still need to start um, UFC 3. I'm meant to be doing a Let's Play series in that for my YouTube channel. And I did the first episode, but the camera messed up. So I have to shoot, reshoot that. So I'm still very much at the start, but I'm looking forward to playing that. So okay. that could be cool. That could be cool. Let's jump into this week's dashboard. There isn't much news, so it's a good thing we waffled on during the start of this podcast. Uh, the first piece of news comes from Matt T.M. Kim from IGN, who says, Marvel's Avengers will increase the XP grind to get rid of random cosmetic drops. 
Living up your heroes in Marvel's Avengers will take longer after Crystal Dynamics announced it will be changing the way XP progression will work. On March 18th, the newest DLC, Hawkeye... Oh, I suppose we've got that to play um, through March. On March 18th, yeah. the newest DLC character, Hawkeye, is set to be released alongside the next-gen versions of Marvel's Avengers. But Crystal Dynamics is changing up some key progression mechanics along with how random cosmetic drops will work. In a new blog, uh, the Marvel Avengers team shared that X the current XP progression curve isn't really a curve at all, whereas most RPGs increase the amount of XP required to level up as pl players get stronger, Marvel Avengers XP is linear and static. This has led to the pacing issues, such as skill progression, currently being rewarded too fast, which may be confusing overwhelm to newer players, says Crystal Dynamics in the blog. To fix this, Marvel Avengers will be increasing the amount of XP required to leveling up, uh, leveling up starting at around level 25. The required XP will increase uh, to clo close, sorry, closer closer increase the closer players sorry uh to get to level 50 which is the max level crystal dynamics says players will will crystal dynamics says players looking to max their character quickly can try and grind through before march 18th when the update is set to go live crash what do you make of this you, you know my favorite part in any game uh rpg that you have to like grind is um when they hold off on the abilities till like later on in the game because mm. that's always super fun when i find out oh my character had this ability basically when i'm at the end of the content that's available it's always the best thing and i'm really i love it. i'm really glad that crystal dynamics is leaning really hard into that you know um I, this is a dumb change uh, i don't like their reasoning i think you're putting a nail in a coffin for anybody who might want to come in the game especially I... like locking go on locking abilities later on is such a counterintuitive thing it's not confusing it wasn't confusing i don't think anybody is confused because the different stuff you don't unlock you unlock aren't so different no. they're not like vastly and drastically different styles of play and i think that's the issue with what they're saying the characters don't even become to be fun to play until you hit all their abilities yep like <laughs> this the the thing that confuses me about this the most is the fact that why are you messing with a dead game? Focus on its content, not the way the level system works. The level system isn't broken, in my opinion. Like, yeah, I agree. The one thing I will say that they've done here is they have convinced me to go and now try and grind all my characters level 50 really quick because I don't want to have to do that. Yeah. So a part of me is like, oh, crap, I'm going to have to say to Hagley, hey, we've got to play this weekend because I need to get my other characters on Xbox like level 50. So yeah. they've done that, but I just—it's just—it just seems so counterintuitive to do this to 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 new players. Like so, yeah. and they're doing this before the update, like as the update comes out. So anyone who's been waiting for this game to run on next gen is going to have to play it even longer and have a more grindy experience for no apparent reason other than they think people find it confusing, which nobody does. Yeah, I've uh, I've seen some people say, which I think is kind of probable is that the game's going free to play and this is sort of them gearing up towards the game going free to play no or way. it's gearing up towards them selling uh xp boosts and trying to make money that way that makes more sense yeah um i think one of those is probably what's happening here because otherwise there's no real reason for 
the change to happen. It's not really a quality of life change that makes anyone want to go back. It's more so it's a, for me, it's a deterrent to go back in the future. It's yeah. like, I might go back now, but for the next character, I know the fact that characters don't get good till the end. I might, I might see a Hawkeye and that might be a character that I may be like, I want to hop on and try. I'm not going to hop on to try it. It like pushes me towards not doing that. What am I leveling up for Marvel? Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. Why? Explain to me why I am leveling. Yep. To unlock these That's... abilities. Why do I need these abilities? To fight the bosses. There are no bosses. Like, yep. I, come on. This is ridiculous. I absolutely agree. It's ridiculous. Yeah. If you want me to, if the if the the grind to 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 go fight Thanos, cool. Or Modok, like you said before, cool. Or I don't know, Tim Timmy Big. I'm not gonna swear, but you, give me something. Like you're just like we got the Kate Bishop DLC, cool. I haven't played it yet, but I've heard it's like a few missions. They're relatively interesting missions, but it's a few missions. We're getting another very similar character with a few missions. What what am I doing here? Where is the raid? Where is the reason yeah. to be level fifty in the first place? Like uh, this is so e like. Let me say when I say this is so easy, I don't mean making games easy. I don't mean any of that. This is not to discourage anybody. But in terms of a roadmap, you know when you make this type of game, surely when you have the Marvel IP, who is our end boss? Should be the first. Thing. I don't care if it's Doctor Doom. Like, who yeah. is the guy we are go gearing every player to want to go and fight? How have you not got yeah. that? And if you do have that, why on earth is it Taskmaster and bloody, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, um, Abomination. Abomination. Yeah. Those two characters. Like, it's, it's such a weird thing in a weird landscape and it's kind of the trap that anthem fell into as well is like oh if we make this world and we make it functional and we add this loot and this we'll make it later we'll make the content to get later. through yeah to get through like the story we'll add the content for that and then after that there's nothing there's no content there there's no real reason or purpose for the grind i think everybody looked at destiny and they were like what did destiny do wrong people didn't like the grinding part of destiny no, people didn't like when the grinding never felt like you were accomplishing anything. The exactly. grind was fun because you were grinding for the raid. Yep. But like, what's the purpose of having even an enjoyable grinding experience if you're grinding for nothing? The grind is literally irrelevant to your experience of the game. It's so frustrating. So, I don't know. This just like this is just screaming like they're putting the nail in the coffin for uh, Avengers. I don't think I don't think there's much that the game can do outside of a raid. And it has to be a good raid. It can't even be like a mediocre raid for me to get into it and be hyped for what the future of the game will bring. Come back. Come play with me. Play the game with me. I uh, I, I would, but you see, I... If you say I hard drive space duty one to more play time, with I'm going to kill you, bro. I installed I Call of Duty to play with you, no, you so I can't. You're, liar. Like Avengers. you're an absolute liar. Um, I, did, I have Call of Duty installed. Oh, wow. That's not, not a lie. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Moving on. Uh, this one's written by Adam Bankhurst from IGN, who says, Epic has officially acquired Tonic Games Group, the developer development company sorry, behind Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Epic shared the news uh, while also confirming your gameplay isn't changing, and Epic will continue to invest in making the game a great experience for players across platforms. Furthermore, Epic has said, Quote, your favorite colorful beans will still stumble across the chaos on PC, PlayStation, and soon Nintendo Switch and Xbox. 
So there you have it. Epic have yeah. bought another studio. Um, I'm interested to see if this means that the game will get more content and better content. Because I think from my understanding with a lot of people with Fall Guys that a lot of the content that releases is like same Z, it's slightly remixed with nothing really super new or unique. Mm -hmm. I wonder if uh, Epic Acquisition sort of the money that they be have access to now will change that in any way, shape, or form. I think obvious changes I think we see is obviously crossplay will come now, guaranteed. Um, have they got like private lobbies yet? I don't know. I think I, I saw a while ago that like streamers and like big content creators had access to so, private lobbies. I don't know if it's something the general like consumer dude, has. How did this game not launch with a uh, map creator? I don't know. Like that's bro. The, that's some of the so... stuff people would have made it would have made it so epic. Yeah, like, I, I think that's what this game could really benefit from. And then like, hey, every week or every month we're adding like one of the player player created maps. Like, yep. It gets the most upvoted or gets played the most or whatever it is. I think that would be a way to like consistently add new content to the game in a very creative way. It would have been dope. It would have been yeah. dope. Um, moving on. This one's again from IGN, written by our friend Ryan McCaffrey. Shout out, shout out. Uh, Aliens Fire Team, a four, uh, a Left 4 Dead-like free-player co-op PVE shooter has been announced for release this summer on PC, Xbox Series X, and Xbox Series S. Developed by Cold Iron Studios, revealed that their project was teased back in 2018, will take place over a multi-mission story campaign seemingly similar to a structure of, say, a Left 4 Dead or a Back 4 Blood. Cold Iron co-founder Craig Zinkvich, Zinkvich, apologies, says one of our goals of Alien, of Aliens Fireteam, is to fulfill the Cameron-esque fantasy we saw on screen back in 1986. Classic Aliens. Uh, Fireteam is set in 2020. 2202, 23 of years after the original Alien movie trilogy. At this point in the timeline, the Xenomorph outbreaks outbreaks are rare, but the aliens are widely known about. I'll leave it there for that. If you want to do some more research on this game, you certainly can. Uh, did you see the video plus uh, screenshots for this one? I saw the screenshots. I didn't know there was a video. I believe there's a video that came out. Um, I didn't see it, but yeah, I, I just, I just don't care. Yeah, aliens never really never got done me. anything for me. Yeah, no, me same. either. I love the, the I see I've seen the films and they're they're good films. I'm not gonna act like they're not good films. Like they're very, very good. Um, but it just doesn't. I don't need another class based game. Um, you got your gunner, your demolisher, your tech, your dark. You, I just feel like we we're beyond that now. You yeah. know. I also think like the struggle a lot of these games are going to have is that the original creators for left for dead are making their own game. And for a lot of people who are a fan of that, uh, that style of game, they're mostly looking forward to what they do because they have the most success. They'll have the most, the biggest chance at making something that is new and unique, but still tied to that old style of game. Yep. No, I totally, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's, I'm way more excited for back for blood than I am for this personally. Yeah. Next one, uh, Harry Potter RPG Hogwarts Legacy will reportedly allow for transgender characters. Now, I got I got quite a few tweets actually about this because obviously I've been quite 
I don't really know where I've where I've been from people's perspectives. From my own, I've been outspoken. Fuck J.K. Rowling. Fuck everything that she stands for. I, I don't care. Um, I personally will not be giving this game any of my money, personally. Um, and there will, and I want to let the audience know, there will be a deep conversation before Hogwarts Legacy comes out with myself, Crash, hopefully Matt's here, and I will ask Laura, uh, Kate Dow to join us. Because as I've said before on this subject, if you if you, this is your first time you tune in, listen up. Which is, if this was um, a racist person funding the KKK, I would absolutely be sat here screaming at you all to not fund this person, not give this person any money, etc., etc. I've I've always said I have transgender friends, uh, people that have have. Our transgender have done. Have, they they have better experience in this, and and this is who they, this affects, you know. So I will be defaulting to them for what I should be doing in terms of being an ally, in terms of doing the right thing by them, my friends, my friends and people I care about. We've been having it. We've had this discussion a lot. I've been in. I've been in a few discords, and um, this this conversation keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. I'm going to play the game. I'm not playing the game. I'm not buying the game. I'm buying the game. She's already rich. Blah, 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 blah. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read this. Then I'm going to go to Laura's tweets. Then you're going to make up your own mind. But the people that are that tweeting me like, hey, like, ah, oh, they've done the right thing. You'll hear my opinion in a second. <clears throat> Hogwarts Legacy, the upcoming game set in the Harry Potter world. Sorry, this is written by Adam Bankhurst as well. The upcoming game set in the Harry Potter world will allow transgender characters. As reported by Bloomberg, sources have confirmed that players will be able to create a character that has either a masculine or feminine voice, no matter what their body looks like. Furthermore, there will also be... Sorry. Furthermore, there will also be a choice to be either a witch or a wizard, no matter what previous choices they, they made. This will then help determine what dorms they are placed in and how they are addressed by other characters in-game. Um, okay, that's that. <clears throat> Laura tweeted out this when Jason Schreier broke this report and tweeted this. Uh, this is from at Laura K. Buzz. It's uh, B-U-Z-Z -Z at the end. Go follow her Twitter if you want to follow up on anything. And I reached out to Laura, by the way, to say, can I read these tweets on here? And she said, more, more than welcome to. She was happy to come on and elaborate. And I said, don't you worry. I promise you that will happen at some point. Just not, we don't need it yet. I want it to be super fresh, this game being ready when we have that discussion. This news story about Harry Potter Legacy, apparent, uh, apparent character creation options doesn't go far enough for me to change my stance on the game. Lots of games without transphobic attack, uh, attack, transphobias attached already offer this. Not gender locking characters options isn't enough to fix this. This still... It's still supporting Rowling's properties. WB still won't publicly denounce Rowling's views. WB Games CEO hasn't changed his, quote, being transphobic is just an opinion and shouldn't be criticized, end quote, stance. It's still produced by a knownly right-wing arsehole. I want to just uh, interject there. The right-wing arsehole has now stepped down. Um, that came out a couple of days ago um, on Kotaku. So shout out to Kotaku who got that. Um... He said he wasn't forced out and things like that. I just don't see the point in reading it. Um, and yeah, back to Laura's tweets. 
Come back and talk to me when WDB have publicly stood against Rowland's views. Come back to me when you're talking about canon trans characters who are heroes and will spend the game explaining to their players why Rowland's views are hurtful. Come and talk to me when WB Games is transparent about whether or not they plan to create further uh, future Harry Potter games after this or what steps they are taking to counteract the money they're paying to Rowling for this project talk to me when WB publicly stands up against transphobia and yeah let's be frank this is getting labeled as a transgender op uh, option when other games with open open character uh sorry open optional character creators don't label it that way it's a PR band-aid it's their try to uh delegate deflect angry from the fact they don't plan to denounce Rowland's views this is 100% a repeat of what cyberpunk got in trouble for over those energy drink posters so added quote trans character creation option end quote that locked voices to pronouns i don't doubt here are some well mean sorry i don't doubt there are some well meaning pro trans folks at wb working on this game i have no doubt some of them pushing for this uh, to fix the situation still it's not enough to change the fact that the public faces of the company will still will not sorry will not so much as denounce transphobia Nah, sorry I went on for a bit long there, Crash. I do apologize. Um, but I felt like the the tweet thread that I was telling all of my Discord and other Discords that I'm in to read it, because people keep doing this. What's your opinion? What's your opinion? What's your opinion? It's not something that affects me. Me. Like, it, I understand it from a, a broader perspective, which, again, let me... My opinion, yeah? On this. It's a PR stunt. We all know if, if, and that's what really kind of made me feel a little bit sick, if I'm honest. With, um, I had a lot of people, so if you, I'm not attacking anybody, but I had a lot of people that messaged me, DM me, and stuff like that was like, see, they're doing the right thing. Fuck off. Like, stop it. Stop it. I mean, are you, are you that silly? Like, come on. Doing the right thing would be denouncing transphobia and all that stuff, and they haven't. That's like the one thing they've danced around, and even, it's it's just character inclusivity and um isn't a checkbox you can't just sort of say hey we have a trans person in the game and so our yep. game's okay that's not yep. how it works and that goes from uh having black characters in games so on and so forth it really goes to anything involving inclusivity it is not a checkbox having a character in a game does not make the game okay it could still be based off transphobia it could still have all these other issues in the game and so this change really doesn't do anything especially when the one defense that the game really had for it was like oh that's jk rowling's views that's not the game developer's views yep. and then that sort of like we see that that's not true either yep. so it's like that's that's not the case this game really doesn't have anything going for it to make you say hey i should get the game and you're right we should be listening to people who this affects that should always be the first people we go to for an opinion on something like this yeah, Moody Moody wrote in, wrote in and said, "Hello everyone. Hogwarts Legacy is uh, is to include a trans inclusion character creation. It's a good thing. Is it a good thing or is it just an extra band aid to try cover up an already bleeding game, Mister Moody? Again, guys, when I talk on this, I talk on this strictly from my own point of view, which is let me make it very clear. I love Harry Potter. My fiance loves Harry Potter. My fiance may buy this game. I can't stop her." 
she's that she's that into Harry Potter that she may do that. That's not something I'm not saying she will, but I'm saying that like we can't stop people from doing things. But you know what you can do is you can educate yourself and then you can make the decision on whether you care. Me personally, I care enough about my friends that this hurts that I will not give it money. Nah, I need to have an open more discussion about this, whether it's a case of can I cover the game? If WB reach out and say, here's a code for the game, can I cover it? Should I buy it pre-owned? Matching a donation of, of a size for what is the right thing to do? I don't have the answers. So what I'm going to do is go to somebody who can at least give me their opinion. Doesn't mean you have to agree with that opinion, but someone that can give me their opinion and this actually affects. Because us, us straight people, non-trans people talking about this, it, I just don't get it. Like, you need to go to people this actually affects. Simple as that, in my opinion. Yep. And, and that's where my, my stance is going to be. Fuck J.K. Rowling all day, every day. Every time I mention this game, every time... if it, Like, I'll find out what the right thing is to do for me and my business and how I should cover it, but make it very clear and very known. Fuck J.K. Rowling. And I will, to the best of my ability, not be giving her any money in any way, shape, form I can knowingly but that's yeah. just me that's just me uh next piece of news no new need for speed game or well there was one but it's being delayed uh so um so it can be so the team can focus on um or helping out i should say sorry let me do this all again new new need for speed delayed to focus on next battlefield ea confirmed ea shifted criterion games off of its Need for Speed project to help EA Dice with development on the next Battlefield. This game, which is currently untitled, is expected to release this fall for the Xbox Series X, and it seems Dice needed some extra help getting the game ready for its release. According to new reports from Polygon, EA insisted, insists that Criterion Games will return to development on its Need for Speed game, uh, for, which is set to come out in 2022, though. So... Does that bode well for the next battlefield if they've had to drag another team off to help out or do they just need extra hands? I I don't think it bodes negatively. I don't think it bodes well. I just think that from EA's perspective, it is this next battlefield is super important for them. Battlefield's been on this sort of consistent decline. Yep. Um, it's seen a little bit better days recently, but not really to what it used to be. Yep. So I think for them, this is like, hey, let's really try and make Battlefield what it once was and really, really hit it out of the park with this one. I think the thing to watch here is just to make sure they do get to go back and work on the project they actually want to work on. Because we've seen EA do this with studios before where they just get sucked up and it's like, or especially at Activision, when you become like a map team and stuff like that. Like, yeah. it's just like, you need to... You, they need the EA needs to still like okay we need you for this but we we do assure you that you'll be working back on whatever it is in the near future so I hope that is the case. Last story uh, for this week's my Xbox and me, which is EA 2021 live event has been cancelled. E3. According, sorry, I said EA. E3 2021's live event has been cancelled according to LA City documents. Not too surprising, Crash, if we're being honest. Yeah, no. Um, I saw a lot of people tweeting that this was sort of like the, the end of the E3, F of E3, and it's like this was expected. Even when they announced, like, "Hey, we're going to be having a uh, our own showing," like, I didn't expect them to have like an in-person event. No, I don't think that was ever on the table, especially with the way uh, the virus has been going 
it's it's still there it's not gone it would be really really not a smart move on them to do that so i think this is per the course i don't think this is anything super shocking or shouldn't be rather i mean so you would expect right but yeah i don't know man it's one of those ones where i'm like it could go either way man it could go either way like this could be this could be it if it's not like super popular which i think it will be super popular because i yeah. think i think xbox will come back in the fold i think they've, they're gonna have today is the ruling on bethesda in europe so we'll know as of tomorrow we might have to do a whole new my xbox and me like <laughs> if it gets denied like there'll be a whole new show um so we'll find that information out i don't know just um keep your eyes out i, I really want e3 back like really bad yeah. um <laughs> i mean but, but we'll have to wait and see 2020 was such a poor year for announcements and not to say stuff didn't get announced it's just there was no moment where i was like oh this is this is gaming christmas there was none of there was no moment about that yeah. and that's kind of like i think one of the biggest disappointments of 2020 as far as gaming is concerned so i do want to see e3 come back and sort of get everybody in the same area to announce stuff at the same time and it's just a really dope weekend i would really love to see that i agree Games with Gold, Warface Breakout, available March 1st to March 31st. Vicious, 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 Vicious. Uh, vicious. Thank you. Attack Llama. Oh, yeah, vicious. Attack Llama Apocalypse, available March 16th to Mar- uh, April 15th. Metal Slug, what a fantastic game. Uh, available March 1st to March 15th. And Port Royal 3, available March 16th to March 31st. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here, Chris. What have we got to plug, my friend? Uh, my PlayStation, me at YouTube. YouTube.com slash... I don't even know what the URL is right now. It's not going to be my PlayStation. No, not yet. Right? It will yeah. be soon. It will be soon. Um, if you do actually want to go check that out, go, go to my uh, Twitter page. Um, it's probably the best place you can probably find it. I've tweeted about it a few times, so it should be there. Yeah, if you care about a PlayStation podcast, go check it out. It's going to be very similar to this with different hosts i'm sure crash will be on it <laughs> at some point because i will need guests i'm sure <laughs> but yeah man i'm uh, looking forward to doing it i'm looking forward to doing it um make sure you follow crash on twitch so he comes back one day silence one day, silence. <laughs> one day. <laughs> i respect it i respect it i love how we were just talking about new phone pattern as well and you're like oh yeah i gotta get this new phone but i'm like what for you ain't a streamer I- <laughs> what, are you, what are you getting that for bro Oh, you know, I just won't block out the sound because like, my mom's it. been like, you're being really super annoying, you know, and she might kick me out, so. That won't happen. That, won't that happen. is, uh, that's a joke, by you the got, way. You got more chance of uh, that kid finding you on Xbox Live and beating you up. That's bro, game I'm, I'm worried everywhere I go now. <laughs> Watch over your Where shoulder, bro. Watch over your yeah. shoulder because he's coming. Uh, you can follow me everywhere at MCFixer. Um, yeah, my PlayStation and me YouTube channel is a big one to push right now. My main channel, my TikTok, my TikTok. I'm, I'm posting yeah. TikToks, so I've been um, off on TikTok. I don't know about that, but I'm, I'm making them. Um, <laughs> if you wanna, if you wanna come and check me out, I'm over there. I'm doing YouTube Shorts. I'd love to. The truth is, I'd love emails to know what more you want for the my Xbox and me channel. Like, do did you miss it when we did the the live streams? Do you want the live streams to come back? Do you want more polished let's plays? Do you want to just see me and Crash Goof, me Crash and Matt goofing off? Like, what is it more you'd like to see from my Xbox and me? Because again, this channel isn't. I don't want this channel to just be a a podcast channel. I do want it to grow well beyond this. Um, 
but I need your help to know what it is you exactly want. So um, that'd be amazing to know. Please let us know. Cause it's like really hard to like figure out what content to make and to put time into that'll actually like has interest in it. If, again, if you are some, uh, generally, if you are someone who just listens to the podcast and you bounce, just tell us. I just care about you podcasting. You, I, I like the fact that you guys are there every Friday and you're there for my commute or whatever the case may be. Just to have that feedback is amazing to us because it lets yeah. us know not to waste our time produ- paying for an editor, producing a Let's Play series. Like It just lets us know that like, yeah, it's not, that's not the sort of thing this audience cares about. If it is, let us know on our Twitters, at MCFixer, at Kreshnik, please. Um, or come into our Twitch chats, email us, myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. Feedback is so, so, so important, and it means the world to us. And, and thank you to the new names I'm seeing in the email, so I do appreciate you. I'll make sure I check it more, and I won't miss them for three months like I did races, I promise. Till next Reese. time, I love you, leave you, see you all later. Thank you all for the support and goodbyes. Goodbye. <laughs>